Mr. Jamie Day. Good morning. Good morning. It is great to have you back here, Amami, and it's Always. great to have, you know, a new face in the studio. It is. It is. Yes. Very excited about, about today's topic, selfishly, because, yes. of course, I would want to learn, you know, as of well. Of course. So today's topic is less can be more, which is quite interesting because, I mean, everybody wants more. Everybody yes. wants more. Definitely. Yes. Especially, especially now especially in this now. Nigeria, you know, mm -hmm. and the world is moving so fast. Exactly. But and now you're telling me less can less be more? more? Yes. I don't understand. <laughs> 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 but before we do that, I w I'd like to also let, you know, he is the, f the, f the lead partner and founder of Detail Commercial Solicitors. They're like the very first, are you guys the first in Nigeria? to really have this type of uh, uh, organization and outfit? Yeah, I mean, uh, we, we're, we're the first to specialize exclusively in non-courtroom practice. So, um, you know, a law firm that basically says, you know, we don't do courtroom, we just want to do the commercial work and uh, stay with the clients on the business side. Mm, and how has that been so far? Uh, so far, so good. I mean... Um, it's uh, over the last 12, 13 years, uh, it's, uh, it surprised the pundits because everybody said this business model will never succeed. Mm. So, I mean, we've, we've kept at it and it's been successful by God's grace. Wow. And then you have to learn because you're working with businesses. So, you, you now, particularly, you know, are not just a lawyer now. Also, I know you have an MBA and then, you know, a lot of other business um uh, learnings have to come into play with what you're doing. Yeah, the thing is, if you if you decide that uh, you want to focus on you know serving a particular sector, then you need to understand how the business people think. Mm -hmm. So, for example, uh, you know you want to be a business lawyer. It makes a whole lot of sense for you to be able to read audited accounts and financial statements mm. because you know a lot of businesses speak through the numbers. Uh, and a lot of people take decisions uh, that way. Uh, so, so, so you can you can bring value to the table when you understand uh, things like that strategy. Uh, and so you're more like a broad advisor as opposed to just uh, a mm. lawyer. Lawyer, yeah. yes, yes. I'm, that's why I'm very excited to have you here because you're really not. You have all this knowledge to tell us. So, what what does it mean? You know, before the show came on, Simi was asking. What does, you know, less can be more? What does it mean? Well, well b b basically, um, when, when people think about their business or they think about things they want to do, uh, the typical way to go is to just think of all the things you can add on and you keep adding on uh, because the default setting is to be everything to everybody, mm. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So, so people set up a restaurant and, they, you know, they want to... They want to have everything on the menu, you yeah. know. Uh, <laughs> people start a business and, you know, they want to cater for every single person that works and, you know, you want to cater for old people, young people, middle-aged people, you know. Uh, so so um, the less can be more concept basically says, you know what, actually you can, you can actually do more and, and, and bring more value to people if you cut down on your offerings and just specialize on the things uh, that you've decided to specialize on. And th there are different reasons why you decide uh, to do less. One of it could be talent, mm -hmm. just focusing on the areas where you are strong. 
and, hmm. and there could be other reasons. But that, that's the whole concept. Where does that, there's a, the, for example, this, um, just yesterday, was it yesterday or Thursday? I had mm. a meeting with a firm mm. who wanted me to work with them on something, mm. a different aspect of PR that I'd never, you know, just didn't think you would call me and say, come on, help us get so, 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 so. That was not what I specialize in. Mm. And so I was like, oh, this is new. But for me, I will say, okay, if there's a challenge, I'd like to take it on. Mm. So where, so I was like, okay, let me go back mm. and, and come back to you and look at it and be sure that this is something, top mm. to top of my head, I already know a few people or what, what, what I can do. Mm. But let me be sure I can deliver 150%. Yes. So I get back to you. So now, being doing less, right, and specializing on your strength, where do we balance that with also avoiding or like challenges or taking on something you know where you say oh this is not me i can't do it you know just being able to take on like a new role or mm. do some other thing how do we balance that yeah i mean it's um it's an interesting question but th the key thing is what's the objective at every point in time right mm -hmm. so so your objective at every point in time if you start a business is to add value to your client to make sure that you bring value right to make sure that at the end of the day your client not only pays you but is happy to pay you and for me one of the greatest litmus tests is when a client pays you and thanks you mm, i love yeah. that i love right? that so 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 a lot of times if i if if i get if i get paid and i don't get a thank you i'm wondering okay you know did i do, did i do a good job right so um, if you keep that in mind, um, you know, there are many ways to skin a cat. The, the important thing is if you're open to synergy, for example, mm -hmm. if it's an area that you're not very vast at or you think that if you double into that, you may not bring uh, the, the, the value that you should be bringing to your client, mm -hmm. you should be open to synergy. Uh, so, for example, um, I don't do tax beyond a certain breath mm -hmm. right so so taxation is something that's very deep very wide it's changing every day so 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 i have tax experts that i work with you know it, it, tax in the petroleum industry is different from tax in in the in in the manufacturing sector and things like that yeah so 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 if you're open to synergy you would you would at the end of the day still be able to serve your client uh and then if you are a quick learner there are times that things happen and you may not even find that skill readily anywhere so you have to develop that skill very quickly so if you can read uh, ask the right questions and you can work with the client and be open to say look never done this before but you know you know we, we, we can learn as we go along yes mm -hmm. yes yes I have, yeah I have a question as well so as a client um, and a customer to some companies um, here in Nigeria I found that sometimes I have like a simple request or an inquiry and the manager or the, the, the person in charge there can't give me an answer. They have to go to the maybe the CEO or something like that. And there are a lot of business owners, and not just business owners, but people in companies who want to be the alpha and the omega of the like entire the entire yeah. um <coughs> they want to be the system. sole repository Ex of knowledge exactly um because they feel it, it will make them it indispensable it yeah. adds value to them and yeah. so on and so forth is this actually true because i've seen it happen over and over again in a lot of um industries and companies yeah the the, the thing is um yeah i mean in my industry is a knowledge industry 
right? Um, and and the knowledge industry is you know, very peculiar in the sense that if you sit down with six people in a brainstorm room, each person has something that they bring to the table, mm-hmm. right? So so it's more difficult. Uh, it's it's easier. Uh, to be the sole repository of knowledge in an industry that's more process-driven, uh, but in an industry that's knowledge-driven, uh, you will be shooting yourself in the foot if you, you know, if you don't, if you're not open to other suggestions. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it, it it could be just the entry-level youth copper in a room who will say one thing that will save a client millions of naira. Fantastic. So let's go back to, you know, the concept of less can be more. Mm. What are some, I think even although the world is moving so fast, people are also burning out so fast. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's very important to now look at even self-care and, you know, even being able to work smart and achieve more. Mm. So what are some tips that you can share with us that would help our listeners to be able to you know, achieve more okay. by, you know, streamlining. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the first thing that people need to realize when you set up a business, and I, I speak for business people, is that um, you actually set up that business to be profitable. You want to make money, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and uh, you make money by adding value and clients pay you. Uh, so, so, so that said, um, if you are a bit picky, regarding how you spend your time. Mm-hmm. So you find now that, you know, my experience, and a, a lot of people will tell you, that there are certain clients that are wh- who I call great aggravators. And you can, you, can, you can smell them from a mile off if you're experienced, right? Uh, great aggravators are the people who, who from the first conversation you know they're reluctant to pay or they don't want to pay or they will eventually not pay. Um, and uh, a lot of them want to pay you peanuts even if they settle for. Uh, so, so a lot of times you have to just pick from day one. When you see an aggravator coming, you should sometimes be able to say, you know what, I don't think I can take you on. You know, I'm, I'm busy. Because at the end of the day, the guy who pays you uh, a hundred thousand can stress you. Uh, he can give you a, he can give you a billion naira stress, whereas the guy who pays you a billion naira is usually courteous. He will call you and say, "Is this a good time? Are you in a meeting? I'm sorry, I called you at this time." You know, so so I think that's the first thing you need to do. You, you, you don't have to work for everybody. You, you need to pick and choose mm-hmm. who you work for. You need to see aggravation coming. You need to step aside and let it go past. Uh, the second thing you need to do is to learn how to work smart. A lot of people get to work in the morning, and when you ask them what do you want to achieve today, they're not really sure. So once you get, once you get to your desk in the morning and you're not sure what your top priorities are, um, anything that comes in through the window will carry you for that day. And by the end of the day at 6 p.m., you then realize you've not, you've not really done much, right? So that's another thing. And there are several other tips uh, which I can share. But, you know, we can stop at those two for now. What do you think about, um, like you said, mm. but is it everyone mm. that can afford to say, when is the right time? Can you start from the beginning of your career 
or your business to now pick and choose or is it when you know okay maybe you've gotten some sort of um you know re uh, recognition or you've done quite a bit that you can now choose uh, fair, fair point but you know have you heard of the pareto principle so it's yeah. it's 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 um uh 20 percent of your work that gives you 80 percent of your income right and, and this works a lot in many businesses so even when uh, you don't have much to do if you're working with someone who is eventually not going to pay you mm -hmm. and many times you 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 already know right um you know that you know there's a real likelihood that you're not going to get paid right so it's a zero-sum game so you're going to work and not get paid so what difference does it make if you say you you're not going to work you, you, you know both of the the, the 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 end result for both of them is that you won't get paid now unless there's something intrinsic about that particular relationship maybe there's something you want to learn right which at the end of the day you say well even if i don't get paid i would learn something from doing this so which means you 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 got paid experientially right so um you know i i don't i don't think it's wrong to start making those choices early in the day because if you look at the Pareto principle if i'm not if i'm not doing this for mr a then it gives me time to look for mr b or mr yeah. c right yeah. but once you plug in with mr a there's only 24 hours in a day and there's only so much you can achieve right so once you plug in with mr a who is not likely to pay you and is likely to aggravate you uh, the chances that you would be able to service Mr. B or C would be slimmer. That's that's true. Mm. That's correct. Mm. Mm. What are your thoughts on this? Do you want to take some calls? Yeah, I think we should open the phone lines and see what the listeners think about this. This is very, very insightful. So if you'd like to call, contribute, ask your question, all you mm -hmm. have to do is dial 081-026-50209. That is 081-026-50209. Um, we only have about 10 minutes, give or take, on the show left. So please do call in so you can ask your questions. Okay. Yeah, so Amami, as obviously a, a business owner mm -hmm. and you deal in PR as well, are there instances where you have to like incorporate you know, what we've talked about in your daily dealings? A lot. Even with this uh, example that I've given... Because, um, you know, whilst I was like, oh, let me be, ch be sure that I can take this on, even if maybe the money looks good. For me, I think the first thing also is to know what motivates you. Like you said, what's the end goal? Yeah. You know, for me, money is never, you know, the driving thing why I would take on a client. I have to first be sure that I can, you know, work with this person. Yeah. I like what they're doing. Yeah. I'm inspired yeah. by it. I can sell it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, then I'll, I'll take mm. it on. Mm. It's best to have five people paying you very well yep. than to have 50 people giving you. And it's the truth. Yeah. Yeah. The people who pay you small money, oh, yes. they're the ones who they will give you wahala. Yeah. You would do. I yes. found that I had a client who was yeah. taking 80% of my time. Yeah. I was doing all this job, but yeah. people were bringing more money. Yeah. I would spend maybe half of the day doing this person's work. Yeah. You know. And so, call yes. you three times a day. Yes. <laughs> so, Four just, times a day. Yes. At all hours. And they, they will fix meetings at uh, short notice with no apology and they say you have to be there as if you have nothing else, else to do. Else to do, you yeah. know. So, yes, for me, I always, I can tell people at this time, yes. I'm sorry, I can't take on more clients. Yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. take on more clients. Or sometimes you, know. you just give them a bill and say this is my bill. Yeah. And you know they're not going to pay. Yes. So, you know, that 
that's a polite way of saying you know yeah. I really don't want to work for you. Yes, 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 yes. And I think I like what you said about um, um, keying into what the client is doing, right? Yeah. Because it helps, yeah. right? So sometimes you look at a particular client and, you know, you just don't sit, their ethical values don't sit well with you, yeah. what they are doing, how they are doing it. You know, I, you know, I walk into places and I see how some people talk to their staff and, you know, just the way they run their business generally, you know, and, and it gives you an inkling as to how they're going to talk to you in the next couple of days. Mm, mm, very true. But <laughs> I, I like what you said, what you said um, about working, working smart. Um, yeah. So you don't necessarily have to work hard, but you need to, to work smart. And that's something somebody, you know, told me a lot. Because when I, when I was younger, I used to feel that, you know, I would seem more productive on the surface if I was like, um, seem to be running around everywhere, so everywhere, at every time. Yeah, you know, sweating, driving, ten exactly. appointments, <laughs> ten appointments a day. Exactly. I, I, I mean, in Lagos, you have to really work smart yeah. and and decline a lot of physical uh, meetings when, especially yes. when they're useless. Yeah, yeah. I went all the way to the mainland yeah. for a meeting that could have been a phone call, Telecom, and I told yeah. this person, yeah. "Let this be yeah. a call." Skype. I went there. This meeting was ten minutes. Yeah. 10 minutes and it took me three hour travel Together, time go yes, and, to, yeah. to go and come back yeah. useless yeah. at the end of the day yeah. because my day was, was, was wasted i was so upset yeah. skype mm. emails yes you know, Zoom. so people call you and say oh yeah it's okay can you send me an email just a few paragraphs so i know what you want to talk about and what the, you know and then we can have a call after that right that way i can read and digest everything you want to say and then you know the call may be five minutes but if you have to explain everything to me, you know, it, it could take an hour. Yeah, mm. Mm. yeah, mm. yeah. So that that makes a lot of sense. So we have to, I mean, be polite. They're your clients at the end of the day, or you are, you know, working for someone. Yeah. But just know, even even working in Nigeria, uh, uh, employers they really don't understand. They want to make you stay till seven p.m. Yeah. or they want you to come in at seven thirty a.m. Leave at seven p.m. They don't really understand, uh, you know, the time. Yeah. You have to be able to. You know, set yeah. uh, some some sort of boundaries. Maybe drop, leave your computer at home or something like that. Absolutely. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but is there anything in employers can do as well? Because I remember one of the companies I was working in, um, we were basically presenters at the um, at the station, and the station hadn't necessarily launched then, but we were still required to come to work um, from literally nine o'clock in the morning um, till five p.m in the evening, like an, a regular nine to five. Yes. Um, so these people got into the system, you know, creativity started reducing because they were literally like stuck in the in an office. I mean, these pre presenters and producers, yes. they, they were creative people. Yes. Um, but instead of being out in the field or, um, you know, studying other shows or anything mm. in their comfort zones, mm. they were literally um, pushed into, you know, operating um, yes like yeah. corporate uh, administrative people in roles exactly yes. people in administrative roles yeah. and i do remember my employer at that time because there was literally um not much for us to do in the in the office yes. we were literally in front of a computer um, yes. every day they were just assigning uh, meaningless yeah. roles to yeah. us so is there a problem as well on the end of the employer yeah, I mean, uh, you know, th these days, uh, you know, a lot of companies are beginning to look at virtual, you know, virtual work, and even now, so as a firm, you know, right now we are having conversations 
around uh, whether people can work from home one, two, three days a week. Uh, you know, uh, because if you took, if you if you take into cognizance the time that people use to commute in a city like Lagos, uh, they can use it productively. Uh, so, and if you take into cognizance the fact that a lot of what we do these days, even when you come into the office, a lot of what you're doing is still virtual. You're working with clients, sending emails, making phone calls. Uh, it's not every day that you have physical meetings, right? So, so I, I think that uh, employers need to uh, you know, look into that possibility. I think it will, it will help uh, the standard of living of you know, each and every one of us. If we, uh, if we look at virtual work and reduce commute as much as possible. Mm, but yeah. also, I mean, that also depends on the people, the employees. Mm. Because, I mean, there's this thing, sad, sad to say about Nigerians, you know. We, some, some, we have some really wicked employees, you mm. know. They really don't want to work. They just I want to go and mark time and, I, I, and then go home. I totally agree with you. Well, when we had this discussion in my office, the first question I asked is, you know, are we sure that this person will, will not be in okay Kari market? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess maybe you give them deliverables. Yeah. Okay. You know. <laughs> and selling, and selling. So uh, no, on, on that day, you say work from home, you know. You yeah, know, are calling you, them. How are we sure, you know, and they say, well, you know, technology these days, we can do it. I said, fine, you know. Uh, you know, let, let, I don't want to seem like old school, so. Let's try it out. And so, so we're going to experiment with this in, in a few weeks. And oh, we'll let see. us know how it goes, actually. We'll, yeah, yeah, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> I think that the <laughs> trick is to give them, give people um, their deliverables. Mm. So as long as you deliver, yeah. if you want to go to Okari yeah. and, and, you know, do whatever, that one is now your business. Yeah, I mean. know their deliverables. I mean, so, so we, 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 we don't really care when you get into the office. We don't mm-hmm. have a time. Ah. So it's, it's 8 to 5, but that's just in writing. Mm-hmm. So people stroll in at 9, 9.30. All we wow. want to know is you're churning out the work that you're supposed to You guys to are out. Google standard. You know, and, and we also realize that um, you know, a lot of people work late. You know, even if yeah. Yeah. very few people pack their bags and go at 5 p.m. Mm. Right? So, so you have to be flexy as to when they arrive. Yeah. You know, and all that. And, you know, it's it's... In detail, you can send an email in the morning and say, you know what, I'm not feeling too good this morning, so I'll work from home. Mm. As long as you don't do it every day. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I think that culture, especially in in business, it stems from the head. It's mm. probably because the type of person you are, yeah. and so it's allowed because the you know yes. people wouldn't, yes, I, wouldn't, I, I, I wouldn't, totally agree. wouldn't do that. Mm. So, what other tips can you uh, share for? Well, how did you even you know decide to get into this? Like no, that, knowing that, that, that I do less is less <laughs> can be more. It's it's you know every everybody has their story, and you know human beings always human beings that grow organically, and that's God's way of growing. If you grow organically. Mm-hmm. Right, you always end up uh, at some point being where you should be, mm. right? Um, you know, and o- organic growth, you know, would involve that you make your mistakes, you try a few things here and there, uh, you pay your school fees uh, by being beaten by the rain, the sun, and you know, you wake up one day and say, you know, there could be a better way of doing this. Right, and so so uh, th- this business concept, you know, it, it didn't it didn't happen overnight. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I did my own fair share of litigation, 
I realized how much I hated it. Uh, so, you know, you can tick the boxes when you're growing organically. You've been there, done that. And then you finally find a place where you can park and you know that you're comfortable there and you're adding value. Uh, but, but one thing I would say is people shouldn't be afraid to run against the grain. Mm. You know, um, because a lot of times, you know, when people come up with ideas and, you know, the, the next question is, who has done it before? Mm. Right? And once people throw that question at you, if you then begin to doubt, uh, you know, then there's a problem. Uh, every great invention and uh, most of the great inventions came from people who were willing to run against the grain, right? They're doing something that nobody has done before, right? Uh, so, so I think we'll be a better place if people just locate themselves and are happy to be who they are, uh, are happy to, be, to, to, find, to find passion doing what they do, and they really are not bothered whether someone has done it before or, you know, whether people are questioning it as long as they believe in it. Mm. Wow, that's absolutely that's incredible. Yeah. Unfortunately, our time is up. But before we wrap up, is there are there any, you know, last tips you would like to share with the listeners? Um, and you too, Omami, from your own personal experience. Mm -hmm. I would like to say that if you set out to do anything that doesn't elicit doubt, right, that people don't begin to ask you 200 questions as to how it will work, and everybody agrees with you, everybody says to you, this is great. You know, you ask you know, 100 people and 100 of them say, this is great. Then that thing doesn't live in the realm of creativity. Mm. The things that are born out of creativity, they would come with a lot of doubt. There'll be a lot of questions, right? Because, um, you know, that's just, that's just the way creativity works, right? You know, it has to be something that, you know, people never heard of, never seen. You know, it has to be a concept that people would say, well, are you sure this will work? So, so for a lot of people who are listening, if, if, if you're at that point where you're trying to do something and uh, half of the people are saying, are you sure this will work? Then you're probably onto something new. Mm. Wow. Wow. And Amami, what about you? Do you have anything to add to that? Yes, I think um, it's important. Um, two weeks ago or so, I attended an event where we had this um, uh, Gauri Gopal Das. I don't know if I'm pronouncing the name very well. It's an Indian monk. And he spoke. Fair try. Go ahead. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I mean, just whilst I was in the car going for that event, I had somebody who was calling me. This person had been calling, called me at 11 p.m. because I promised to do something for their child. You know, and so she kept badgering me, you know, to alpha, alpha. And I told her, this is what I can do for your child, right? But she now wanted me to do something else as well as an addition. I was like, mm. okay, I'll see what I can do. I'll make some calls. Yeah. Now she was calling me for this thing that I said, I'll see what I can do. And it was yeah. really, I had overwhelming work yeah. that period, right? Yeah. That people are paying me for. Yeah. And this one, you want to kill me. Mm. And so like, why did I, why do I let myself get into this thing? You know, overwhelmed mm. by people because you want to help them. People mm. come to you every time to ask mm. for solutions or yeah. something. I just want to help. Mm. And so I just told myself, 
Say no. Say no. Say no. Learning, yes, learning say to say no. that. I always tell people, yes. I always tell people no is an answer. It is. A full right. So people always think the answer must be yes, but no is also an answer. Yes. Mm. And the sooner you say it, the less aggravation for you and for the person. Yes. Right. So no, no, this is something I'm not yes. going to do. I'm sorry. You know. And so I called her and I'm like, I'm sorry. I have too much work this period. Mm. I'm unable to do this thing. But yeah. that I told you I'll do for your child. Once yeah. the time is ready, I'll I will do it, do it because yeah. it's something yeah. I can do. Yeah. And yeah. she says, okay, I understand. Yes. So for me, I will say less can be more when you choose. Choose who you say yes to. Yes. Choose the things you allow into your life. You mm. know. So going for that event that day, and this man talked about choice, the power of choice. Mm. That was just, you know, like a... Uh, you know, just ringing confirmation for me. Yeah. And so I just want to say, whilst you're doing choose, like he said, choose the people you work with, mm. choose the people you work for, mm. even though we know that, oh, there are no jobs, but choose, yes. you know, choose something that works for you, that doesn't make you want to die. Yeah. And you are seeing people's calls, yeah. you are, whoa, this person is calling me Aggravation. Yeah. Aggravation, yes. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So true and so profound. Thank you so much, Amaomi. Thank you so much, Mr. Jamie Day. It's been incredible having both of you on the show. How can people find you on social media? Well, I have a Twitter handle, um, and uh, I don't do Instagram. I think I'm also I'm also on LinkedIn. Yes. All right. So Ayuli Jamie Day. Yeah. Jamie Day Ayuli. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And right. your company? Detail Commercial Solicitors. Okay, so yeah. you can find them. I know that yeah. they're, they're on Twitter and Instagram and, and LinkedIn. I know that. <laughs> yes, I've seen your handles. <laughs> <laughs> and Omami, uh, how can people find you? Yes, on, on, social media on, on well? Twitter. Omani um, on Twitter. Omaomi O on Instagram. Omaomi no N. O M A W U M I. Right? Yes. Yes. Thank you so much. Unfortunately, that does bring us to the end of Be or You Can Be, but Be or You Can Be will return next week, Saturday at 9.30. So make sure you tune in then. We're going back to the music and we have Cowboy coming up next with Chariot. Keep it locked. This is The Beat 99.9 FM.